What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Hammy. Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Slice of Ham. Wherever you are listening this, whenever you are listening to this, I hope you are having a great time, and I hope by the end of this, you're having an even better time. All right, so, first off, to start, Poppy, the cat, she's being a little crazy right now. I took the uh, the collar off, but we'll see what happens. We'll see if she makes an appearance screaming across the computer or anything like that, so... Um, also, currently watching the Sixers game, looking pretty good. People are stepping up. We'll talk about that later in the episode. Other things we're going to talk about. We've got the T-Wolves celebrating their first championship. Uh, got another little segment of hate today. And lastly, another personal story for me. So, hope you're all ready. Let's get into it. H A that's right, you know it's the weekly slice of fam. Let's get in to it. Oh shit, I forgot to stop recording. <laughs> I forgot to stop recording. Alright, so usually I do a different audio track and then go back to the main one for this. But I, <laughs> I just turned off the music and kept going with this. We're keeping this in. We're keeping this in. Okay. Uh, well, let's get into it, everybody. All right, everybody. So welcome into episode, uh, I think it's five, six. I'm losing track at this point now, and I'm only five or six episodes in. That's not really good. Um, I hope you guys all appreciate my dedication to this because it is almost 10 o'clock at night on a Monday. I did not record yesterday sunday uh like i had planned to because well your boy was pretty violently hung over from uh a late saturday easter shenanigans after we got back from my uncle's uh we all stayed up real late i think it might have been like 3 a.m we all got pretty drunk we had a good time um and i am retiring from seriously drinking until i go to costa rica and even then, we'll see. I mean, we'll be in Costa Rica. We'll be drinking plenty of rum. Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah, so Poppy's flying around like I mentioned earlier. Um, so yeah, and then today I was pretty busy, had a lot of assignments and shit to do. But you know what? I said Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm getting it out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's coming out in the morning, like I said. So, uh, we're going to talk about the Sixers first because, whoo, baby. Looking good. Now, I didn't get to watch the first game because I was at Easter on Saturday. I know. My family did it for me so that, you know, I could get back home and everything and not have to drive home early Monday or whatever. Thank you, family. Also, I remember we talked about something there. I was supposed to put a giant metaphorical middle finger to one of you. I can't remember at the moment, but if you're listening, uh, here it is. Metaphorical middle finger inserted. <laughs> All right, so back to the Sixers. Looking great, looking great. Tyrese Maxey is stepping up. I feel like he is what everyone wanted Ben Simmons to be, maybe, but with but shooting better. Uh, maybe not so much on the defensive end, but, man, he is stepping up, and everything's... I'm not going to get too excited. I, I have declared myself to be the uh, Mr. Positivity for the Sixers this playoffs. Uh, you know, I was... 
a little bit down on all the teams and stuff before, and yeah, I, we're looking good. So I'm just gonna ride with it, even if we start to not look good. I'm just gonna ride the positivity train. I'm, I'm not gonna let them get me down, all right? Because I let them get me down last year in that disappointing Hawk series. We're not doing that. We are smoking them right now. It is looking great. And uh, uh, what I would th like even better about this game is, and I don't know how the first game started off, but we didn't look great to start off. And then all of a sudden, start feeding JoJo. Harden's dishing things around. And you know what? You know who's been an underrated MVP so far? Uh, you know, given MVPs two games into the playoffs. But, uh, freaking what's his name? I can't even think of his name now. The other guy. Now I need to go look it up. He's the one that everyone... Oh, Tobias Harris. God, I just couldn't think of his name. I drew a blank there. He showed out in that first game. And he's been showing out in this game. And that's what we need. I think... I think this could work. Now, I'm not going to say championship, but I think... I don't think it's going to end in uh, as disappointing as it did last time. I think we'll fight. I think if everyone is playing like they are and they can keep that energy... You know, you take a lot of the pressure off Embiid and Harden, and, you know, everyone can... It feels good. It feels real good. I'm liking the way this feels. Uh, I have no other input about any of the other games except for uh, the Timberwolves. So, the playing games. Congratulations, Timberwolves. You have won your NBA championship. <laughs> now, I'm just kind of messing around with that. I didn't... I was watching it, and I didn't really have any issues with it. You know, obviously, Pat Beverly was a little eccentric, but he had some personal beef going there. What are you going to do? He was he, he had hyped himself up for that. That, uh, he, that was his championship game at that point, to keep his former team out of the playoffs. And you know what? Or out of the playoffs? Or No, they still ended up in the playoffs, didn't they? Whatever. It was awesome. You had Glue Girl. Now we got Chain Girl. That sounds like something you go on the dark web for but uh you got this girl who chained herself to the the net or whatever i think at the timberwolves game that's just these people are great i hope someone like actually super glues himself to the thing that'd be hilarious let's just see what people can do i want them to one-up each other at this point uh but yeah back to the celebration I, a lot of people were giving him shit and it's like you know what they are, Minnesota is such a sad sports town at this point. Like, they've had so many different tragedies. I shouldn't say tragedies. That sounds terrible. Like, everyone's, you know, dying left and right over there. But they've just had so many great left downs. Left downs. Right downs? Left, right, up, down. XO, noble. You know, now we're just speaking cheat codes here. Um, but, yeah, they... <clears throat> They have had such terrible times as a sports team. And if it was a team like the Lakers or the Celtics or something like that, it's like, what do you want to do? Like, that, then you can give them shit. But Minnesota has had nothing. They had one of the best teams or players of all time. And what, they made it to a Western Conference final? I did my research for this, people. Uh, but, you know, let them celebrate. What the hell? That probably is the best thing they're going to get that season. When you're a franchise that has not had that much success and you get something like that, 
you can celebrate as much like that. Hell, the Cleveland Browns celebrated a first win after going winless for so long, where Bud Light got involved and had fridges of beer everywhere so everyone could get free beer after they won. So, you know, I, I didn't see anyone giving them shit about that. People were like, that's pretty dope. Minnesota has the Vikings, who have had so many tragic losses. You've got the Minneapolis Miracle, but don't forget that uh, my Philadelphia Eagles absolutely blew their assholes out that next game and made them completely irrelevant. Kirk Cousins is your quarterback and is probably going to waste a couple years of Justin Jefferson's career, who will probably then go somewhere else like the Eagles. Probably not the Eagles, but he'll probably go to another team. Although, I don't know, he's he hasn't signed his, a new rookie deal yet, has he? Not a new rookie deal, but whatever. I don't care. He's not sticking around if Kirk's sticking around, I believe. I think he can do better than that. <clears throat> you got the Twins, who have lost, what, 13, 18 straight playoff games? And I'm pretty sure they're all to the Yankees? That's awful. I mean, you've got a team who you really, probably during the regular season and whatnot, probably have real no hate for. And now, I'm, I, I don't know, I need to talk to a Minnesota fan. How much do you guys hate the Yankees at this point? Because they are just... Nightmare fuel. You're, they're your paralysis demon at this point. Uh, who else we got over there? Oh, yeah, the Minnesota Wild. They're just... They're pretty good this year, though. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to win, but... Uh, they also were, like, the hockey town. Like, they're hockey town USA, basically. And their franchise got moved to Dallas, Texas. I mean, the Stars ended up being pretty good for a long time. And, you know, have kind of continued that. But, Jesus... The state of hockey lost its professional hockey team, which was way cooler than the Wild. The North Stars was dope. I never experienced it, but that's just a way cooler name than the Wild. Even though the Wild's logo is pretty cool and intricate when you really look at it. It's got a lot going on. It's got, it pays homage to that uh, Minnesota North Stars team. But, yeah, you know what, people? Layoff. It was funny when TNT did. I think they played We Are the Champions and One Shining Moment over it. That's pretty hilarious. Uh, but everyone chill out. All right. Let, let them have something for a little bit. They've got, what, did they just re-sign Kirk Cousins late, uh, recently? they got how many more years of him? That's unfortunate. How many, how many more franchises would you, like all you other... Fan bases out there, how excited would you be for another five or six years of Kirk Cousins? Even one more year of Kirk Cousins. He's, he's all right, but you're basically guaranteeing you're going to lose every primetime game, which, get to the Super Bowl, guess what that is, bitches? It's a primetime game. <laughs> so, the next thing that I want to talk about, uh, Twitter spaces. Now, for those of you, it seems like majority of people don't understand or just I guess don't use Twitter as much as I do um, and they don't know what this Twitter spaces thing is Oh, messing with my computer now um, Twitter spaces might be one of the greatest things Twitter has ever done I think that it used to they basically took like what Clubhouse used to be and if God if you don't know what spaces is you probably don't know what Clubhouse was uh, so spaces is basically like you can get on like almost like an Xbox Live uh, party chat or whatever, but just with random people. And you can, you don't need people's like invites or something. People can invite you, but you can just search different subjects and hop into different uh, Twitter spaces with random people. You got to request a talk, 
which, you know, sometimes they don't let you do it, but other time, most of the time, it's just a free-for-all. So, <clears throat> this other day, it was last week, I was, you know, up late, and I was like, let's hop in some spaces, maybe, maybe try and troll a little bit, and... Uh, I'll go with the non-sports one first. I wasn't even trying to troll at this point. Because uh, this happened later in the night where I was just want to talk to people. Uh, and I hop in this chat. It says it's a general chat, right? So I hop in. I'm like, oh, maybe we'll see what people want to talk about. I'll see what maybe anyone wants to talk about a show or something. So I join in automatically like... Uh, request to speak and then put my hand up after I get requested I get up to go do something because the guy that was talking was in like this long soliloquy it seemed like so then I come back down I sit down and as I'm listening I'm like wait they're talking about some serious shit so then I really start to listen and I'm like and I, I had completely forgotten that I requested to speak at this point and it is a bunch of people maybe not everyone was but it was basically people from Zimbabwe talking about Zimbabwean politics and shit like that. And that's not, it's just the fact that I was in there. Ooh, I just hit the mic. Sorry. Uh, it's just the fact that I was in there. Like, <laughs> I had no, had no business being in that spaces. So then the lady who's like running it, she goes, all right. So next we've got uh, uh, RJ. RJ, what would you like to say? And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, well. Let's see where this goes. And this was like a very serious conversation. And I was just completely honest. I was like, uh, well, I, I think I hopped into the wrong Twitter spaces here. I just saw a general chat. And, uh, well, I, I thought uh, I'm now realizing that I have n no business being in this thing. And I just was like, but, you know, while I'm here, like, <laughs> what's up, guys? What kind of food do you guys eat over there? Uh, so they kind of told me different things that they eat. I already forget. I was expecting some kind of like, not exotic things, but some different uh, meals and food and stuff and whatnot. They did say they eat things like, uh, I think it was Impala and Kudu, uh, which is like a big deer. Not deer. It's a big African deer looking thing. Anyway, so... Uh, we start talking about, and I'm like, well, while I'm in here, guys, you know, I'm, I think I'm like the only American in here. What are some questions you guys have for like any of us Americans? Like I thought they might ask me about food or, you know, stereotypes or something like that. I don't know. And <laughs> lady goes, well, you know, if I just had one thing that I wanted to know, it's, uh, why does America... <laughs> Why does America put it on like put so many sanctions on countries that they have no relation to or like whatever? And I'm like, like, like they put sanctions on us or something. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, well, I am really not the person to ask this. Like, I have no clue about any of these things. I'm, I'm lucky to know, like what day of the week it is, let alone anything about American politics. I said, if you want a bunch of different people's opinions, you could probably go on Facebook and just friend a bunch of Americans and see them arguing about it. You can figure, maybe maybe you can decide what you think from them. So, 
it's just like very much almost like a wrong place at the right time where it was very cool so like i did get to learn some interesting things from them but like also i'm like oh this was not just a general chat it should have said like issues in zimbabwe chat or something like that it was very interesting i couldn't believe that uh but it was pretty cool so then the next thing this this part happened earlier in the uh, night as far as spaces goes i hopped into one that said let's talk lsu football or something like that and uh admittedly i had logged into or not logged in hopped into troll about brian kelly right away because you know brian kelly not that great of a human being goes on down to louisiana and all of a sudden he's brian kelly from monroe louisiana ready to coach the lsu tigers go tigers and i was like that's ridiculous so i was like I thought that some of them might have, like, fun with it. No, absolutely not. I was public enemy number one at that point. They had no fun with it. They said, why are you trying to come in and do that? I'm like, after a little bit, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I'm, I was trying to troll a little bit, but, like, honestly, what do you guys think? I was going to be like, they did not want to give me any opinion. They started saying, he's a Penn State fan. He's a Penn State fan. I'm like, what the hell does that have to do with anything? I'm just, uh, I'm also just a college football fan. Why can't I just hop in and talk about other people's teams? You know, throw a couple jabs. Don't give, don't throw me jabs about Penn State. I know Penn State's got their history, but don't act like LSU is innocent, you motherfuckers. You are now public enemy number two after Ohio State and Michigan. They're tied for number one. You are now public enemy number two. Coach Joe, I was all in. I loved Coach Joe. He's like my favorite human being of all time. He's like, go Tigers, go Tigers. Loved him, the best. And now you fuckers have lost me. Not that you needed me, but I'm gone. I'm gone, bitches. I don't want any of your shit anymore. All right? You started, like, LSU, uh, what about that whole thing where you were laundering money through a children's hospital? Okay, and other things. I'm pretty sure you got some more sanctions coming your way. Don't act all high and mighty, you southern fucks. Love you, South, but this pissed me off. Um, so then, what other uh, spaces did I hop into? I don't think I did. I just put LSU, I now hate you, hashtag soft. Because you're soft. That was bullshit, all right? As far as I'm concerned, your program to me has ended. After your champ, your championship season with Joey, Brr, Joe Breezy, Joe Shiesty, Joe Cool, the baddest man alive, and Coach O, and Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase and all these players and coaches that I love, you are irrelevant to me from now on. You're probably going to be irrelevant. Brian Kelly won't do dick there. All right. I hope Notre Dame wins next year if it's not Penn State, which it probably won't be. Notre Dame became instantly more likable the second Brian Kelly left and did all his bullshit down there. And I'm pretty sure you, one of those recruits he did that fucking dance video with, lots of F words, sorry, mother, but they got me mad, all right? Uh, that recruit that Brian Kelly was dancing with, you lost him. Not the first one. I think it was the second one. He didn't even go there. He didn't even sign with you guys. So LSU, suck a dick. And you know what? 
Suck your own tiger dick, bitch. All right, so this week's sponsor, the official unofficial podcast sponsor of the episode, has a very special place in my heart. Now, you may be thinking, oh, Jesus Christ, what kind of hoagie place is he going to talk about this week? Is he going to talk about Wawa again? Primo? Hell, is he going to talk about Jersey Mike's? What's it going to be? Uh, I'm going to hit you with the hezzy hey, bitches. It's actually a nice little place called Lighthouse Sound. Now, if you don't know Lighthouse Sound, it's a nice little place right outside Ocean City where I'm getting married at, bitches! That is right. Me and my fiance, Regan, who... Love you, Reagan. Shout out to you. We will be getting married there next year. I am so excited. All of you who are listening that are going to be coming, some of you will be part of the wedding that you're listening. Uh, I hope you're excited for a very fun wedding next year because it's going to be great. We're going to have great food, great dancing. That's right. The dancing is coming from me. Maybe some great singing as all of you love my singing on here might have some karaoke. I'm not going to promise that. There's definitely not going to be karaoke. But shout out to Lighthouse Sound. I can't wait to get married next year to Reagan, my girl. That wasn't really an ad. That was just me telling you guys I'm getting married next year. <laughs> pretty cool, though. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. They're, they're providing a lot of cool shit. So Lighthouse Sound, you're probably not listening to this, but thank you. All right, of course, another special thank you to Lighthouse Sound. Uh, Use promo code HAMMY. That is promo code HAMMY to get a 100% discount off your wedding next year. That's right, 100% off on your own wedding next year. Uh, All right, so the next thing I've got on here, it's it's another... Not so much hate, all right? It's not hate. It's just uh, we're going to give... A certain college fan base a bit of a reality check here okay so I, I wrote a blog about this and at the, at the time it was a lot funnier because it looks like things might be turning around for this team this year we'll see what happens it seems like they were going to be um, back there's a hint for you this team was looking to be back a uh, couple couple years this past couple years and uh, you know they weren't now, if any of you have realized my hint about the team being back, you've realized that I am talking about your team from Austin, Texas, the Longhorns. Guys, I hate to tell you, every year we're doing the same shit. Texas is back. Texas is back. Texas is back. Guess what, bitches? You haven't been back. You haven't even really been close to back. You think you're this great franchise, franchise, whatever. You're, you think you're this great establishment, this great college team. You know, I crunched the numbers in that blog. You, all of the perennial, uh, what's the word, blue bloods, all the perennial or all the schools that you think of as the blue bloods, I looked at all the numbers, all right? Go all the way back to 1970. I would say for you... As a, as a blue blood of college football, I would say a season of, now this was, of course, my own little thing that I did, a season of two wins or less. I would say that is a very successful season for a 
blue blood college football team because you're probably making one of those big bowl games, which is an accomplishment through all those years. And then now, you know, there's a likelihood you're playing in a New Year's Six Bowl or possibly even in the playoffs if you have less than two wins. Uh, you, your percentage for seasons of two or what was it two or more losses? I've, I've been saying wins this whole time, haven't I? Uh, two or more losses. So you, not two or more. I'm getting myself all confused now. Son of a bitch. Two losses or less. That is what my clarification was for a successful season for a perennial blue blood of college football. Now, I forget what the actual numbers were. But out of all the teams that I looked at, you were last. You haven't had that many great seasons. You had that one time with uh, Vince Young. And, you know, you've been all right. You've had a couple good seasons, but you haven't been in the spotlight, all right? You have been completely erased from people's memories. And the only reason people remember you is because you keep saying you're back. And we all remember you because you haven't been back. Remember that Oklahoma game this year? (laughs) That was hilarious, right? You guys were going to win that. You guys were up, what, 21 to nothing? You had a pick six to start, or a, you ran it back to start, and then, oh, what happened? You, you got you guys even got the starter pulled. You guys even got the starter pulled. And then the backup came back and beat the ever-living shit out of you. If you ever thought you had a chance after they came back and tied it up or got ahead, you are so delusional it's not even funny. Now, you can come at me, whatever Texas fan might be listening to this, and say whatever you want about Penn State, I'm pretty realistic about most of my teams. I'll tell you when I'm delusional about it. I've been pretty realistic about Penn State and the Eagles and the Sixers and the Phillies and the Flyers and Villanova and whatever else, the Chrome Lacrosse Club in the PLL when I was a McLaren fan for F1. But you guys just think that everyone should grovel at your feet. And guess what? When you move to the SEC, it's going to be a pretty big wake-up call. Welcome to mediocre. Actually, you've been there for a while. Welcome to below mediocre. All right? Remember the SAT scores or whatever when they tell you, you know, you're average, below average, above average? Welcome to below average because you are going to get your penises ripped off. All right? I, I can't even give you the respect of saying you're getting your dicks kicked in, My one of my favorite phrases. You're going to lose your nuts. All right? The SEC, you've been in a cupcake conference forever, and you haven't even been able to make an impact in the Big 12. Oklahoma has had your number for years, all right? So, I'm sorry. And you lost to Kansas, right? You lost to Kansas and Arkansas. And Arkansas was better this year, but good God, you guys suck. Maybe... you know, like I said, it might turn around this year. You got Quinn Ewers, who was the number one recruit, like the high, what highest rated recruit in oh, forever, went to Ohio State and transferred to you guys, getting probably millions of dollars at this point. Oh, something just happened on the TV. Sorry. But, yeah, I'm sorry. And Until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. And I'm going to laugh in your face the entire time because you're not that. And I really... It would be nice. It'd be great for college f- football, but your your little brother, quote unquote, Texas A and M, has been way more successful than you since moving to the SEC. So 
Sorry, Texas. There's your reality check. I don't know what to tell you. It's gonna... I, I, I'm, I'm hoping for you. I'm rooting for you. Honestly. But until you show it, calm the hell down, alright? And maybe maybe keep your horns at the middle, alright? You won't do horns down. But let's keep the horns at the middle until it's really time to do a horns up, okay? Now, time to go into my personal stories. Just one story, really. So, this is this is very personal. Uh, you know, I've shared these stories with plenty of different people throughout the years. People who I probably shouldn't have even told this story to because I didn't really know them that well. But we're going to share it on here because it's interesting. So, any guys out there, you, you might relate to this. All right. We... We tend to have more bowel issues than women, I would assume, as far as, uh, you know, you get a little sharp, we're we're probably more likely to, you know, talk about or experience a a bit of a skid mark every once in a while. It's probably because we don't, don't eat the best, we don't keep our bodies all that healthy half the time. You know, it's just what guys do. It's what we experience, but and maybe you're a guy and you're thinking, I have no idea what this guy's talking about, and maybe it's just me. But I've had a couple run-ins with uh, some shitty pants. Now, <laughs> so this all starts, of course. You know, you're a baby. You're shitting yourself all the time. That's just what you do. I'm not gonna say it starts there. We were doing good for a while. Once I got potty trained and everything like that, you know, we had a real solid streak for a couple years. And then I went to the Green Dragon. Now, any of you from my area that were around, I guess, Lancaster or, you know, the the Lancaster area kind of, I guess, is where it was. Uh, The Green Dragon is a very big flea market that uh, it's got so many different things that you can see some good food around uh, and we went there once when I was a uh, maybe 10 we'll say 10 and I went in there and I was looking around I think I got some pretty cool glasses I got got a couple cool things you know it was awesome and we got there and I got a hoagie and I, I'm, I'm thinking uh, yeah of course uh, here he goes talking about hoagies again I got a hoagie that uh, it might not have s- settled in my stomach very well. So, of course, you know, I get that gut punch. That tells you, hey, buddy, it's time to go to the bathroom. So we get to the bathroom, but the problem here was... Now, this one wasn't my fault. Uh, The line was super, super long. I was sitting there waiting, and I was being patient. You know, nowadays you can... You can usually hold it back once you get older. And back then, you know, that uh, sphincter wasn't so trained to hold back the dam, all right? He was trying. He was trying, okay? But he failed me. He just couldn't do it anymore. And I think I might have asked someone to let me go ahead because I was going to the bathroom currently or something like that. But yes, as I was standing in line, I was shitting myself. And making an absolute mess. It was all in my pants. It was all down my leg. 
uh, I might not have even been standing in line. I think I made it into the stall and just, yep, that's what it was. I made it into the stall and I just couldn't hold it anymore. And like I said, down my legs, down my pants, all over the toilet bowl. It was not good. So I had to clean up and my dad I was in there for a while. Uh, and my dad said, you know, are you all right? And I'm like, no, I shit myself. So, you know, he helped me out. He's great. You know, we, we were all right. I was upset, but he went and he got me, he bought me new pants. We, uh, they were very long jean shorts. So I looked pretty foolish as it was. And they didn't even fit me. They, I, I, and I had these shorts for many years. And their shorts didn't fit me truly until maybe five years later. So I had to get a belt too. And I guess the only belt that was available was probably the most complicated belt in the entire world. Um, so that's what I got. We, you know, got all cleaned up and we went about the rest of the day. Now, after this, we went out, you know, kept doing our thing going throughout the day. And we went into the store that had, uh, you know, a bunch of different cards. And at the time I was really into Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And I was sitting there looking at these different binders of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, you know, talking to my dad. I'm like, I want this one and this one. And you know, deciding on which ones I might want to get. And I felt that gut punch hit me again. And <laughs> I made the mistake of deciding to, uh, you know, hold it back. Wait, because I was looking at Yu-Gi-Oh cards, man. I wanted to keep looking at the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And, oh, also, remember this. The, the underwear is gone. I am just in these very loose-fitting, almost down to my ankles, uh, jean shorts with the most complicated belt in the entire world, which I didn't know at the time. Now, you can probably see where this story is going. And you're right. Uh, I felt it hit me again. And it was telling me, you got you to go, buddy. You got to go. So, I decided, all right, let's go. I'm running down the store. My dad's like, just go, just go, just go. And uh, I'm walking. I'm kind of, I'm 10, so I'm pretty sure I'm like waddling, holding my ass, trying to make sure nothing happens. And a leak in the dam happened. All right. The dam, dam broke a leak again. Okay. And I felt it. And it, it wasn't just a fart. I thought it was a full on turd. And I also thought I felt it fall out of my pants. <laughs> I thought I dropped a full turd on the run. And I stopped and looked back to see if I left a turd. Now, I didn't see one because I didn't look very long. And this was also a mistake of stopping to look and see if I left a turd in my trail. Again, I don't think I did. But anyway, I get to the bathroom and there's thankfully no line this time. And I get into the stall. And you know when you really got to go. You get into that stall and it's like all right, man, you got to go like now and everything just gives up. And I'm like, okay, I got to get this belt off, get my pants down so I can shit. <laughs> I can't get the belt off. I can't get it off. It's not working. I don't know how to do it. It's not a normal belt. It's this 
newfangled military looking belt or whatever. It's got these like odd clips you have to slide. I had that belt for years after too and I still couldn't really figure it out. It made me break out in a rash after because I'm allergic to metal. Not after, but those other times when I wore it, I broke out into a rash. And it was just not a good time. It was not a good time. And I couldn't get down, so I'm just shitting myself with my pants. It's just getting all over my pants. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, not again, not again. <laughs> so I finally give up and I walk out of the stall. <laughs> And I ask a random man to undo my belt. <laughs> Could you imagine a 10-year-old walking out of the stall and asking you to undo his belt for him? Especially in today's day and age, you'd be you'd refuse no matter how much that kid begged you because he's shitting himself. You'd be like, no man, I'm not trying to get caught on to catch a predator. Oh my god, and this this guy, he was a real G. Maybe, maybe not, I don't know, you can judge him however you want, but he just, he helped me. He got it off, and I continued to shit myself in the process, and I finally got it back in there, and I managed to get some of it in the toilet, and it was all down my legs again, and it was all over the pants again. <laughs> I'm half actually crying remembering this, because it was so traumatic. <laughs> this is currently a laugh cry you're hearing. And I just couldn't believe it. And the worst, it gets, it gets worse, it gets worse. <laughs> I, so I have to clean myself up with the toilet paper. And I'm too stupid to think of flushing with each bit of toilet paper I use. So I clog the toilet. <laughs> and it's overflowing and it's all over me. And it is a disaster. And my dad finally comes. He's like, are you all right? And I'm like, no, it's even worse this time. <laughs> it was not good. It was one of the worst experiences of my entire life. And the final solution, we weren't getting me another pair of pants because we barely found real pants. Oh, yeah, and like I said, I guess we kept these pants. Oh, I guess we kept both. We just kept them in a bag or something. I don't know. That's kind of weird now that I think of it, but... So, they just bought me a towel and I just walked out of there. <laughs> like the, this is like the middle of the flea market that this bathroom is. And we walked, I walked from the, oh my god. I walked all the way from the bathroom, all the way out to the car. In a t-shirt and a Casper the ghost towel wrapped around me. Oh my god. It was not good. So then I had a little bit of PTSD after that. Where I, uh, every time we got near a farmer's market, I instantly had to shit. And I had to shit immediately. Where I was ready to go. And we needed to know where. I, I think a couple times I sat in the car and someone went and found the bathroom for me. I refused to go to the Green Dragon for years after that. I don't think I went again until high school. Um, where, And even then, I got a little bit nervous and I was kind of past it. But even at that point, I was like, oh no, 
uh, uh, what's gonna happen when I get there? And I'm, am I gonna be worried about shitting myself the whole time? Oh my goodness, it was not good. That story went a little bit longer than I thought it would, so I'll save my other stories for another time. It's it's really only two other ones, but they're they're more swimming related. So, and people who are on the swim team with me, they know pretty much both of these stories, and they they're not nearly as good as this. So we'll save it for another time. I don't want to end on a worse shit your pants story than shitting yourself twice in probably an hour, and having to walk out as a ten year old of a flea market wrapped in justice towel, knowing you're butt-ass naked underneath that towel. Um, so, I got a clinical tomorrow. It's it's getting late. I got to go back and re-listen to this and edit. So, I'm going to call that an episode, everyone. Like always, subscribe, like, share, download, all that good stuff. And most importantly, I hope you enjoyed. Peace out, everybody. Cheers. Munching on pogies all year. I'm in Philly, so I'm screaming cheers. Whoa! Hammer the week, still not stopping. Looking at the flyers, they look awful. Talking to myself, but now I record it. That's right, Hammy, I'm so awesome. Goodbye, everyone. Love ya.